In a week where there continues to be a whole lot of nothing going on, instead of doing this show by myself, at the very last of the hours before this goes live, I wanted to do another episode with somebody that has been on the show before. No, Kevin Hinkle is dead asleep in the middle of nowhere, Connecticut. Instead, the one and only Jeffrey McElwee is back for another episode of the Out of the Bag podcast. Jeff, how are you? I'm good, Brian. How are you, sir? I am excellent because I have gotten you sounding super spiffy and wonderful (laughs) with that wonderful microphone you have and the boom arm and everything else. You're truly becoming more of a professional by the day, and I'm very proud of you. I even have my hair combed. I almost thought about shaving, you know, the grizzly parts, too, but no, no, no. You don't need to go that professional. Not not for this show. That's fair. So, um. There's not nothing. We got Justice League, the Snyder Cut, finally. And then we got... um, Man, this sucks. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's it's, it's not great. Uh, I I did watch Justice League, and I did watch uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. So did I. So those are the only two things that were of note that have been going on in the world and in the world around us, which is what we normally talk about on this show if there is something going on in the world around us, but uh, those are the only two movies that have come out that are of relative interest, I think, to either of us. Bill Murray was interviewed about Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's coming out in 2025. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, but... No, it's not. It's 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 literally done. It is done. Hello, Waiting to go... Miss my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's going to happen, but... Yeah. It'll be out one day, just not any day soon. So that's what we normally talk about on this show. Um, I will probably continue doing uh, a solo episode for next week, but I wanted to have Jeff back on because, you know, having another person to play off of really helps. So thank you, Jeff, for being here and participating. No problem. Happy I, to be here. I assume you have 10,000 more questions you'd like to ask me of, of varying levels of me willing to be answer or not. So for the sake of the show, that's what this week is going to be about. I literally have no idea what any of these questions are. It is midnight, and I am ready to rock and roll. <laughs> All right, so we'll start, we'll start this with um, an easy one, okay? As you normally do, and I appreciate that. So do you usually follow your heart or your head? Well, I listen to my head first because usually that's a, a good way to to gauge what needs to be done and it's a logical part of my brain. And then when I'm making the final decision, I listen to my heart because that's ultimately going to be the decision I stay at rest with no matter what it is. Um, if it's a more... Uh, let's say a financial decision, a career decision, whatever that might be, that tends to be more so um, focused through the head because that that has like a a tangible sort of a goal or or a number behind it that that brings it into reality. But with when dealing with people, relationships, situations, it's almost exclusively through my heart, unless it's something where oh you know. Should I move out to California with my boyfriend? Well, that's not a great financial decision for you, and don't do that. But, you know, so depending on which, a little bit of column A and column B, I guess. All right, so I actually found that the one I should have started with 
Well, that's <laughs> Who was fine. your favorite cartoon character when you were a kid? Oh, that's a that's a really good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, a favorite cartoon character. I mean, the the go to answer is SpongeBob, but that's not even true. That wasn't my favorite. Maybe um, it's a Looney Tune. It's definitely not a Looney Tune. <laughs> no, and, and that is fair game to talk about. Although this is not a Lego podcast, that's still fair game. Um, okay. Someone bought it. The, the Lego Looney Tunes character packs at, what, a Target in California, whatever. Well, that's a different podcast that doesn't exist and may never exist. But um, for a favorite cartoon character, I mean, I went through phases of a uh, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, and obviously Mario doesn't count for a cartoon character. Sure I, does. Mario's cartoon character. The Super Mario Super Show. Okay, well, but that's I, not... But, but, Oh, that's uh, well. I'm not going to remember that cartoon. Oh, uh, other than a, I can't really narrow down a character, but I remember being being very fond of Rugrats as a kid. Something about the dynamic of all of the kids working together and going against the parents and whatever monotonous adult things they were doing in the adventures and Rugrats in Paris. And I, I always liked that idea of the kids coming together. And like disobeying the adults, which is also why I loved Kids Next Door on Cartoon Network. That was another great one. So, what do you think about all the crazy fan conspiracies that have come out about Rugrats? Like, have you heard any of those at all? I have. And, you know, some people, they need to get a day job or a second job <laughs> to keep, <Yeah>. themselves, <laughs> keep themselves occupied or, or allocate that like energy of, fantasizing about whatever into different storyboarding yeah that's that's for sure yeah it's... no so like some things you know if you're writing for like lucasfilm star wars you could be in the extended universe and that's a whole thing and there's a line between that and also just fan fiction nonsense yeah yeah there's a there's some doozy of fan fictions out there let me tell you yeah, I, there's one about you out there too, by the way. So okay, I w I was gonna say I've had a different different barometers for like when I think I've reached like being famous or successful or whatever. One of them was somebody doing a, a Halloween costume of me, which has happened before. Not only of myself as a likeness, but then as Bricks O'Brien, the animated character. So somebody That's has cool. that is very cool. And without me provoking that decision at all, I wasn't like, man, I really hope somebody wears me as a Halloween costume. It was out of their own volition. It was totally random. So might want to fix that phrasing in the edit. Anywho, what phrasing? Wear me. I didn't say wear me. Did I? Oh, yeah. That's not what I meant. Yeah, I know. But that's, you know, I'm, I'm Jeff, remember? I'm leaving it in. So I, I, fantastic. it's fine. So that was one of them. And then one of the other ones was, is someone going to write fan fiction of me? I found one. Like found one or like, was it like Eli who typed up something and, and wanted to be a troll? I don't think that Eli wrote about this. Do you have it linked that I can look at it? Cause I do not know. I did and then it got turned off it's no longer there i have tried finding it several times to um give you a good chuckle about it but um where was it hosted it was uh one of the like story like fanfiction.net 
There it was. I guarantee you somebody out there knows of it or something. Uh-huh. I, I have not seen this at all. Brian, I um uh, Is it like or is it like the uh, stuff? It's oh, I believe it's called slash. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say is it is it hey, is it family friendly? Absolutely not. Wow. Now does it involve Bricks O'Brien the animated likeness or Brian Saviano the human being? Brian Saviano the human being. Is it good? No. I yeah, hey, is it like I don't, maybe it's fanfic of like Brian gets married to a beautiful woman with three kids in the North and Shore. It you and Princess Peach in the Toadstool Kingdom, if you know what I mean. What else you got for me, Jeff? <laughs> what else you got for me? Because um, I don't want to. We need to move on. Is we, what we need, need to. to Let's see here. I need to edit that out. No, I'm not going to no do that. No way. You no. need to keep that in. Yeah, I got to keep it in. So what are your thoughts on online dating or like Tinder hookup things? Like, well, what do you think about those? Are you like, let's do it or like, not so much, Ted. Ted? Um, no, it, that would be, no. what's, what's the female variant of Ted, Teddy? Phyllis? Ted. No. For Ted? Brenda? No. I was gonna say Tendalina. It's not Tendalina. Makes no sense. Tendalina. Um, Teresa. Yeah, Teresa. You're right. Yep, that's it. Um, okay. Online dating. I think you you absolutely miss something. It, it, it's kind of a double edged sword. So you you miss something by not being able to meet the the person in person and getting a vibe off of them immediately. You have to make all these assumptions based off of a bio that the person has either written extensively or nothing at all. And there seems to be no in between, but in, in the other breath, having uh, very little information or basing it solely off of looks is something I feel like you subconsciously do when you see someone in real life. And if you met someone at a bar, you know, you don't know if they have a shining personality or not, but there's some level of attraction that's going to, you know, tick it off for you right in the beginning that's going to make you want to approach them and then you find out if they have a shining personality or they have uh, a personality of someone who just goes to a bar every thursday and you know drinks away whatever um not that that's most people at all but like there's there's definitely some personality traits that can be conveyed through online some that cannot and I tend to like to meet people in real life as opposed to online in any context. And before 2020 pandemic, whatever, I would hate talking to people online over a discord call or otherwise. I, I hate it. I love being able to talk to people in person and would like to exclusively do that. But obviously that can't happen. And there's so many more possibilities and potential by having things online. So especially with the way people are glued to their cell phones, it's a, it's inevitable and it's something I've had to get used to, but I haven't been able to really get a solid vibe off of someone just from being online without any, uh, in real life communication at all. Okay. Fair enough. What about you? What do you think? 
Well, uh, <laughs> my first girlfriend was someone that I, first real girlfriend, first one I actually cared about, was someone that I met in an online chat room from Canada. That ended poorly. Um, my second real relationship I met in person and that ended mutually and so forth and so on. The last three of the relationships that I've been in have been due to meeting them online and blah, blah, blah. And I think the first two, the first one kind of deterred me from ever doing it again. But I, you know, been friends with somebody for a long time and she was like, Hey, let's give this a shot. We gave it a shot. It didn't work out. Moved on. Still talk to her every day. She's, you know, we're still friends. And then I met Emily through World of Warcraft. And, um, well, I sold my house and I moved out here to be with her, you know, but that took visits too. Like, that wasn't like a, you know, like, oh, we're totally met for, meant for one another. I'm coming out to live there right now. Like, it was, okay, first visit, I'm going to stay at a hotel, give the space, you know, and then as the week wore on, uh, I think it was the third day that I was here and she asked if she could stay the night and I was like, okay. And you know, no funny business happened. It was just, you know, can we function together? And I think from that third day when we, you know, when she stayed over and she slept, you know, with me, but not, we didn't, you know what I mean? Um, I think we realized that that was it. I think we were both like, yep, we're, we're sold on this. So you got to meet the person. The online thing is 50, 50. I, I don't know how I feel about the people that never meet the person in real life, but then commit to even like a vacation together or something where they're in real life together for an extended period of time. Because even even if, you know, you think you know the person inside and out, you talk to them, whatever, like, there's still going to be some awkwardness. I'm sure when I meet you for the first time at a show or something, there's going to be a moment of like, well, this is like, you're real. I'm real. This is real. Okay. And then how does that change versus the environment we're in, the other people that we're around, why we're at the place. And it just, I think it's just a thing that naturally happens, which is fine. Well, that's the thing too, is that like at a convention, I know you've, you know, you've told me, we've talked about it where you're like shaking hands and kissing babies or shaking babies and kissing hands. I don't know. And, um, I, on the other hand will be like, yeah, just let me know when the people are gone, you know, because I don't, I don't do well with that type of situation. So like, that'll be a different aspect for sure. When, and if that day ever comes, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I can't even imagine people that are more romantically involved and that have never, like, I, I know of some people that have never met the other person and they've had a long distance relationship for years. And I, I, as, as optimistic as I would be to have a long-term long distance relationship, like I, I got to meet you at some point, pa even pandemic aside, I'm talking people that have been in a relationship for three plus years, like that's a long time to never meet the person. And Emily and I know a couple, what well, we used to know a couple like that. And like, it was so shrouded in mystery. Like they'd been together at five years at this point, both living separately, both living in different countries and like never met, 
they were close enough. It was a drive away. It was literally like 200 miles between the two of them. And they never bad. met and they'd never done anything like that. And it was just like, how do you do this? Well, you know, it just takes a lot of trust with one another and da 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 da. And like, do you guys like Skype call or something? Oh, no, we've never video chatted. Nah, that's sus. Nah. Yeah, I, like I know nah, people. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I know people that have video chatted and been in relationships, of course. You got to know what this person you you I don't care you how much you think you know this person, never ever know. You never know. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking like, you know, somebody posing as somebody else like even gender-wise or whatever. I mean literally like this person says that they are a super social successful whatever and then they turn the camera on and then they're in a a, a dingy apartment like right. you never know i think it's called catfishing it's absolutely called catfishing and yeah anytime i'm on bumble or tinder or anything i'm like all right this is what this person is conveying that the best version of themselves is what they think it is. And that's what everyone really is trying to do, which maybe isn't necessarily good for me. Cause I like seeing people in, in whatever state they're in good, bad, or otherwise, I, I like taking people all as they are. And I never trust. some you, you can't compare, uh, you can't compare somebody's every day with the highlight reel. That's what all these dating apps are. So, how would your best friends describe you, Brian? Would they describe you as happy-go-lucky Brian Saviano? Would they describe you as, isn't Brian doing something on the internet with, like, American Online right now or something? Or how would they describe you, Brian? Would you be a positive thing or a negative thing in their life? In terms of my friends, um, like, am I a positive or a negative force? Yeah. Well, no, how do you think they would describe you? as a positive or a negative overall not individually right i would think right now my friends would describe me as somebody who is very driven to do what he has his mind set to but unfortunately suffers from distancing himself based on his own shortcomings and the line of work that he has. That's very true. That's how I would characterize you as well. Yep. I use the excuse a lot of the time that I don't reach out to people. And I mean, literally everyone like everyone on like, okay, I'm used to people reaching out to me for things or, just wanting something from me, large or small, whether it's asking how my day is or can you provide this service for me? All all varying levels of things. And I've just gotten used to it. And there's even family that does that too, where they're like, hey, can you do this for me? And then you never hear from them for, you know, month or years or whatever at a time. And I've just gotten used to it. And I'm, I'm at the point where, you know, I just want, well, okay, what do you want? So I can help you out and whatever else. So, yeah, I remember that. I remember when you and I first started talking and become, when we became eventual friends, you know, like 
I think one of your fears was Jeff is always going to is going to ask for something from me eventually, and you had your guard up like 90% of the time. Then you realize that I'm just a fat asshole that was like, hey, we should be pals. So Well, that's what most people do. They, you know, a lot of people because the way that you do it online, where you make connections and you build your repertoire or whatever, is you become friends with someone, then you ask for something, right? And normally I'm good about like waiting my way through that and whatnot. Like I can tell when someone just wants something from me and it usually is right to the point. And I'd, ra I'd rather it be right to the point. If you want something from me, just ask me and then don't bother me because uh, that's what I do. That's part of my job is I provide a service, whether that's uh, videos or live streams or shout out videos or whatever else. So I've gotten way too used to that. And I also know that I'm so detached from my, my, like my friends or my family where I want to keep building on this. I want to do more because I already feel like I don't do enough. So when I am not feeling 100% around my friends, I'm like, all right, this energy could be used to do something else or whatever. So, so trying to overcome that, come to terms with that and be better about being in the present. That is something I've, I've struggled with and definitely 2020 doesn't help because I haven't been able to be in the presence of people and live in a moment and do things. And I know for sure when conventions come back, not just Lego ones, but going to this random anime convention in a hotel lobby that everyone doesn't really care about, but we're just having fun anyways. I know that it's good for me as a person. It's good to be around my friends and everybody who is existing in my audience or my line of work and everyone will understand like, yes, go away from here, go do the thing because we're all going to go away and do the thing. And then come back and whatever else so when is it enough well that's the big question um yeah the, the way that i have uh concluded my thoughts on that actually relatively recently is as a human as a individual creator doing a thing it is of the expectation uh from a facebook instagram Twitter, whatever, for you to be as locked in and involved as you possibly can. Liking tweets, sharing posts, etc., creating content on TikTok multiple times a day. You are basically competing with um, various algorithms at very various levels to maintain a certain amount of momentum that is unsustainable for humans because these are robots making these de decisions, curating these timelines for individual people on a case-by-case -case basis. So it's impossible to keep up with everything all the time to your best ability single-handedly. Literally impossible. Unless you don't do anything else and you wake up 16 hours a day and do it, and man, I love what I do, but I I. I don't have that energy in me. I just don't. So uh, they're really, the answer is there's never enough. And this is an all consuming machine that keeps going. And as soon as you're done, you know, your core audience, your, your largest fans will follow you and remember you and everything else. But the, 
the the general public will just find something else and whatever okay so like i always thought your end game was to be a household name if i'm being honest with you mm-hmm. and you can keep this in or, or whatever but i always thought it was to be like as soon as like you're a household name like a like a cartoon or something like that was is that was when you were going to not take a step back but slow down because you know you've done everything that you can do and everything else and you know to a point so that's what i was thinking that enough was for you but that sounds a hell of a lot more complicated with what you just said. So so this is kind of a question that Eli was asking, and I, I want to answer this more in depth probably next week when I'm solo, but like what I want to do long term. And like there aren't many goals that I like being a household name would be awesome. And I think that I have the 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 presence of mind and the 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 self-awareness the charisma, the te- like just a little bit of all of it to do it. I know it, but how and in what way that I want to, as much as I can do this or do that, how do I want to do it? And what way will be satisfactory for me? Is it making a Bricks O'Brien animated cartoon with toys and whatever? Is it, is it having a late night TV show? Well, having a late night TV show uh, 20 years from now may not even be a profession. So what, what does that look like for the future? All these different questions that I haven't quite answered yet. And I'll probably answer, uh, hopefully by the time I do this podcast next week. So. Yeah. I, you know, I, is what it is. That's such a horrible answer to give these days, but what else is there to say? I, I yeah I fair enough next question well what, so, what do you mean uh, it's, a, it's a horrible answer it is what it is 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 a horrible answer I, I you know I hmm like like the endless grind the end, it's not endless there's there's an end to it but just it just kind of sucks because, you know, like you, a person can't survive on work alone, which you're finding out. I hate to say it, but you are like, you need that interaction with friends. You need that interaction with, you know, whether it be family, you need that time at your church, if that's your thing. Like, you just can't like focus on work, 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 you know? And like, you stop being human mm-hmm. at that point, you start being a cog in the machine, but like, if you want to make it from the angle that you're coming from, which is a family friendly content creator, that is what your life will be. It's just a constant grind, 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 grind. And then, you know, you, you, you talk about frequently, you know, finding the special someone and getting the the house with the, the fence and the dogs and the farm and whatever else, you know, and like, I think that your priority will change if and when that happens, because you've always said that, you know, you're, you're cut out for X, Y, or Z or, or whatever else. And it's not what you're doing now. And I firmly believe that you'd be an excellent marketing person or, or PRs or something like that agent for someone, you know, and like right now it's just, this is what's in front of you as opposed to what's down the road, like down the road, I'm sure you have, if I'm not where I need to be in 10 years, I'm done, you know, and it's time to move on. But at that point, it's starting your life entirely over and like you're pigeonholed into being 
the family friendly Brian Saviano, you know, content creator. And it's like, you know, that's even post pandemic where like everything has calmed down and like, you want to go out and have friends and have fun and everything else. But you've either, either reached a level of fame where like, Oh, family, you know, friendly creator, Brian Saviano seen drinking a beer. Oh dear. You know? And like, I don't know how that will limit you or like a wife that's with you. That's like, I just want to go out dancing and I just want to, you know, go do this and I want to go, you know, blah, 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 blah. But you know, you're worried about being seen as a non-family friendly content provider, you know, just hanging out and being like, yeah, I'm having a beer and we're watching this Bordello show because my wife likes Bordello and she wanted to see it. So that's actually, kind of already come up amongst my friends a little while ago when we would go out to clubs and whatnot and my my sort of methodology on how to approach it is two different directions depending on who i'm with and what is a convenient excuse for me to relay at the time so if i'm at a convention if i'm at a show doing whatever i have now after pax east 2020 where you know i had a lot of fun at the red bull after party etc um, I've decided when I'm at a convention, Lego convention, gaming, anything that could to the IRS be a tax write-off, um, I'm professional, professional, um, you know, not getting blitzed at the bar on uh, Saturday night. So that that's just where I'm at. But you know, if I'm not, if I'm wearing Bricks O'Brien gear of any kind, the colors or otherwise, I'm on. I am on the clock. That that's the equivalent of the O'Hanlons walking into a bar and having a drink. They would not do that. They would be wearing their all black and white ska outfit like they were in New York when I saw them last. So that to me is a distinction. But what has come up before is I have been to clubs and I've I've you know been out with friends at, in Boston and otherwise, and I've never been recognized there. But it was definitely and is at a point where if somebody recognized me at the club, depending on who I'm with and what we're doing, could be a problem. If my friend is making out with this professional soccer league uh, player on the side of uh, of the bar, and I'm sitting there just watching, like, aren't you a brick opera? Then that's a pro. That's I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, you know, we gotta step back here. Um, Excuse me, Mr. O'Brien, but what's the realm code? <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. But you know, I think there's a, a, a there's definitely an ability to still do what I want to do. Like most of the things I want to do in my life wouldn't be limited by being friendly friendly. Like I, I don't go out to the clubs myself because I want to, and you know, if it gets to a point where I might get judged for being at a club or otherwise it depends with who and if i'm if i'm going out to the clubs let's say with my wife and she wants to go and dance and whatever then i'm at the club with my wife she wants to go like that that's who i am like i'm gonna go and it's gonna be a good time but there's a difference between that and me going out with the boys to a strip club no that's not i can't i can't and i won't and i wouldn't anyways so i i find myself in that happy medium anyways so that's good, at least for me. Okay, that's not- yeah, that's that's. I guess that was my big question because, like, you know, um, I hate to keep bringing this up, but you're like when you and I hang out for the first time, it's gonna be epic, and like, 
however you want to look at it or whatever else. And like the back of my mind is like, what if I get drunk at like, you know, at, at, at the field at like, you know, I can't think of Boston's ballpark right now for some reason, Fenway. And like, I'm there with Brian and I'm like, woo, Red Sox suck. And I'm just, you know, that guy. Of course, there'll be like a hundred other people there like that. But I mean, you know, like, do I need to like mind my P's and Q's? Do your friends need to mind their P's and Q's when they're out with you? Has like anyone ever brought that up? Like, Brian, I don't know if I should be, you know, if we should have you here because literally this is a, a hash bar. Like, what are you doing? You um, know? Like, it It's come up with only a handful of my friends when they are either having the beliefs that they do that they have or you know like whatever else there's a certain level that i keep uh that i kind of maintain and i'm a very big proponent of you are who you associate yourself with for a good life lesson and and good thing to live by like if you if you're hanging around with awful people well then that's on you you're awful yeah exactly so I, I like to take pride in associating myself with good people or at least people that are uh, capable of good and, you know, are working on themselves and, and everything else. And that hasn't failed me quite yet. Um, it hasn't been an issue in public. And if there ever was a situation like that, I would separate myself from it, not make it a big deal. I wouldn't drag other people down with it. But there's definitely been a situation before where somebody's invited me to a club and I'm like, man, I got a reputation, man. I can't, I can't risk it, man. I, I just, I just, I just don't want to go like, but I, but I use, <laughs> I'm like, all right, nah, nah, I'm, I'm Bricks O'Brien. I can't guys. Sorry. I can't go to Boston tonight. Sorry guys. Sorry. There's, there's no bar like that in the uh, brick town. Sorry, no, in, in the brick city. No, no, no. Yeah. There's a, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, there, there's, there's no CD part. You know, the Brick City Club and Lounge Discord is about as raunchy as it gets, and that's only raunchy when Jeff tries to do stand-up and it doesn't go well. Which never happens, because I always do stand-up well. Right, moving right along. You got one more question? <laughs> uh, no, I think we're good. I think this is a good episode. I think we should wrap here. What do you think? Sure. You can call it there. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Talked about all sorts of things, and you know, now, now when you see me out in the club, you'll know that I'm on my best behavior. Always until he's corrupted. I won't be corrupted. I'm. I mean, you never know. But if it's a good kind of corrupted from the right woman, sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll take. I'll take that corruption. It's all good by me. Yeah, that's fair. I think anyone would at that point. Yeah, depending on the woman. Yeah. If oh, it, it, I do have one more question for you because this is fun. Sure. Um, <laughs> what do you feel about like when you're dating somebody? Are you like, this is it for me? I'm dating this one person at a time, or are you like, yeah, I'm gonna go shoot the field. I'm gonna go, you know, like explore a little bit while I'm dating this woman, and like date up to three or four people at once. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm uh, oh, eye on the prize. Okay, so like, you're not a fan of like a coffee, and then you know maybe a cup of water to go with the coffee. You just want your coffee. Yeah, I just I just get my coffee. Okay. Yeah, That's no, boring. I'm I'm not about that, and um, okay. no, that that doesn't 
Yeah, no. Not a, not a. Are you all right a, there? I, no, I don't, I, I, no, I don't know what, like, I've never thought of, like, even doing that. Like, if I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship and that's it. No, no, we're not talking relationship. We're talking, like, first, like, dating. Like, not, like, there's a difference between a relationship and, like, dating. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not talking about polygamy. I thought you were talking about polygamy. I'm like, what is he talking about? I'm not talking about polygamy. I thought that's why I'm like, is Jeff asking me if I'm people have great lives that live out that sort of style? Sure. Anyway. Yeah. I thought you're, that's why I'm like, "Hmm." you're asking me Mm -hmm. if I'm a cheater. Like what, what are we? No, 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 no. I'm not talking. No, I know you're not a cheater. Yeah. So like yeah, so, if like, I, if, would, so like say you've got like a date with Sandra one night, and you're yeah. like, oh boy, Sandra, okay, and like you and Sandra have been have been dating for a while, like it's, you know, you've never mentioned anything. You're not in a relationship. You're just dating. Big difference. Big difference. And like, you're like, oh boy, Sandra, we're gonna hang out tonight, you know, but then tomorrow I gotta go on a date with like, uh, we'll say Allison, okay. And you're like, oh boy, you have to go out with Allison finally. Would you would you date multiple people at once, or would you just be like, I need to focus on all of this, all of my attention on one person? I think that is on a case by case basis of how much I like the person uh, that I'm seeing for a little while, and if I have that much faith in it that I want to keep it going, that I would probably stay focused on it. But I I have not encountered a situation where I. I find myself choosing between two potential tens. It's you in my head. And I don't mean attractive wise, like, you know, looks, I mean like overall big picture. Um, it's usually like, Oh, there's this diamond that just, (laughs) there you go. Um, or whatever else. So I don't know if it, if it were two tens in my mind at one time, I don't know. I haven't been in that position. All right. It's about as honest as you get, folks. So yeah. if you plan on dating Bricks O'Brien, realize that there's a good chance that he's focusing all of his attention on you. Yes, and I am not in for poly- polygamy. Not a Mormon. No. We're cutting no, that part out, aren't we? No, we can. that's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we didn't say anything wrong. I, I, that's just me yep. saying who I am. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, yeah, no, not my jam. Eyes okay. on the prize, you know what I mean, Jeff? I know what you mean, Brian. Eyes on the prize. Yep. Cool, well, Allison. Yep. Great woman, tremendous woman, lovely woman. And a lovely audience watching this podcast, the Out of the Bag podcast that airs simply, I guess, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. If you have any questions that you'd like to submit for the show, uh, the information is in the description of the show or above our heads if you're watching on YouTube. My name has been Brian Saviano Bricks O'Brien. Next week, I will tell you what my grandmaster plan for life is. Will it be me cutting uh, trees in the forest, or am I going to have my own reality TV show exploiting various Lego YouTubers and their shenanigans? Who will know, but maybe you next week. Is there anything you'd like to tell the audience before you head out, Jeff? Nah. Excellent. I hope you have the best day that you possibly can. Stay as positive as you possibly can and have yourselves a great night. Oh, actually, one thing. Yeah. Trans rights are human rights. There we go. Good night.